0: Hello friends. Tonight we're talking about the presence of Christ Church in Moscow, Idaho. There's a lot of rumors going around. Some people even say it's satanic. We're going to dig deeper tonight. We're going to talk about the vigil that they, the vigil they had last night in Moscow, Idaho and the new information we got from Kaylee's father. There's a story that I have intel that is floated by the FBI about trouble caused by speculation from web sleuths such as yourself. We're going to go into why they're doing that and the hypocrisy with that from the news organizations. Please walk back targeted theory, and we're going to go over the reasons why. Uh, You guys gave me some really interesting speculations about that, which seems to be more the speculation to me. We're going to go on the psychics' take on this tragedy, what some of their readings are. I'm really looking forward to talking to you about this. Of course, we're going to go over your comments, voicemails, and live calls. Really looking forward to calling you guys tonight on Midnight Radio. Yes, I'm your host, Jerry Adams. You're watching Midnight Radio. I am so glad you're here appreciate all of you. I'm looking forward to seeing you guys in the chat room. I feel like we've I'm meeting you the first time even though it's just your names rolling across the chat. We're going to go right into our first story here. The presence of Christ Church. I'm going to talk about a few things first. And then we're going to go from that I'm going to open up the voicemail lines because I'm really looking forward to talking to you guys. We are streaming right now on our website midnightrad.io. We've got a um, live audio stream for any of you guys that are traveling down the highway or you have to work. We'll try to keep it work safe, usually do. I've got two rules. They're no big deal at all, but I'm going to go ahead and get out of the way. I don't know if I'm going to mention it much, but first rules for myself. Anybody that's on this platform up here talking to you, it's, it's an honor and a privilege. It really is. There's not going to be anybody up here yelling at you in the chat room. We have a Robomod. It's kind of like a sheriff that's down there, and uh, in the uh, chat room. Don't worry, they're tame. And so I'm not. I won't tolerate somebody up here, whether it's a guest or me, yelling at any of you. That's not the way this works. And also, I'm going to ask that you guys in the chat room respect any guests that I have up here. It's that simple. And uh, yeah, you guys don't have to walk on eggshells or anything like that. So let me go ahead and get into this first. Hello, Deep Diver. Hello, Chadwick, Holly, Deep Diver. I I recognize your name for sure. Who else do we got in here? Does anybody here know when we can call in? Yes, I do. In about 30 minutes, I'm going to open up the phone lines. Again, thank you all for being here. So, and if you guys want to, I guess you could. You can call now and leave me a voicemail message if there's something that you If you don't feel comfortable calling in, talking to me live, right now would be a good time to leave a voicemail message. Just uh, say your first name and what state you're from. Um, That's all you have to leave, or you don't have to leave your name at all. And then uh, give me your message. You can do that now, and I'll play your voicemail message at the end of the show. That is, if you don't feel comfortable, that would work out good. Um, But when you call in, again, when I start answering the phone lines, just tell me your first name and where you're from. Uh, I want to know how far this reaches. See, the amazing part about this, and I'm going to go into this later when we talk about some of these stories that we're going to go into tonight. But you guys are amazing. You guys are from all over the United States, and that's what this show is about. This is your show. This is a conversation with you. This is a broadcast. This isn't about my opinions. I know what I think, and I know I'm not an expert, but together, I'm an expert about some things, and you guys are experts about some things. We put what we know together, and we have something amazing. And it's very terrifying to the M5M or mainstream media. That's true. But the reason why I bring this up is because this first story about this satanic Christ church didn't come from me. It came from you. Now, one of the things I am interested in and I studied in college is about all the different religions, all the different cults. And I actually, I did a story not too long ago, maybe two, three months ago now. There was a little girl that uh, was having an exorcism performed on her in Florida, and she died. And uh, we had a discussion about this and about that, and this church came up. But as one of you left me a, a voicemail message, and that is where I, that's where I got this First story we're going to start out with. I'm going to play the voicemail message right now. We're going to get into it.
1: Yes, I'm calling from Washington. I think someone should check out a church that is there. It's called Christ Church. Um, There's an article in the Spokesman Review in 2019. Uh, The pastor's name is Douglas Wilson. They're uh, a little off the mark when it comes to Christianity, I believe. Oh, I should say a lot off the mark. Um, know, you can read the article yourself. But it talks about that they really want to take over the town of Moscow. Uh, they're buying up land. Uh, they want to Christianize it. But um, his ideas are way far away from any Jesus uh, teaching or what would what I would consider to be Christianity? Um, anyway, if you could look into that, I thought about what if someone raised in that church. Um, one lady, in fact, that that basically says that men can rape their wives and that's okay. Um, one of the ladies that left her husband was sent a picture of a knife, which kind of struck me as very odd. Anyway. Yes, I'm calling. It basically says that men can rape their wives, and that's okay. Um, One of the ladies that left her husband was sent a picture of a knife, which kind of struck me as very odd. Anyway, thank you.
0: I accidentally clicked that off. Wow. So one thing I really appreciate you guys, and um, we had an article up. Few days ago about the slangs and it pretty much went viral. So I was looking at the numbers; it's like 40, 45,000 people, or something like that. And uh, the good thing, so what happened is, those of you that are interested in the kinds of things we talk about here, you you are the guys that stayed, and you guys are very intelligent. And that's what this show is about: talking about you. And I, I've been doing this for years. And I know that there's an audience for every show and you guys found me and I found you and I'm glad you're here. And I knew that there's a group of people out here that are not about the drama. They're about freedom of speech and intelligent conversation. So what I'm trying to say is in my opinion, you guys are the cream of the crop and I mean that I'm about to look at your comments again here, here, uh, in the chat room. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and go into this story. Normally what I do is when I go over story and I play video and I'm reading to you, I show it here on the screen. We're having uh, software difficulties right now. So the engineer is going to get on that later. So I'm not going to be able to actually show you things. You can hear it and I can read, I can read it to you. So that's what's going on. We'll, we'll get that fixed for our next broadcast. We do have some interesting broadcasts coming up within the next five days. We have one of my good friends. He's a, Exorcist from uh, Germany he's going to come here and tell us about hell demonic activity and much more and we're continuing our prison stories prison stories three uh, that's one thing I do I have a ex a former a former inmate and this is going to be prison stories three called the the excitement of the indictment that's coming soon So let's talk about this church. So first article I'm going to go over a little bit with you is the one that she mentioned in the email. And, uh, I find it to be a very biased article and not very helpful and quite frankly, very poor writing. And I'm going to tell you about the author that wrote this Jason Wilson. Uh, he's a hack and he doesn't have any talent. I'm going to tell you that right now. This is a very biased article. And, uh, but I'm going to go over this with you. Now, this is from The Guardian, though, and The Guardian is in the U.K., so I was surprised because usually the UK, uh, the U.K. websites and U.K. journalism is the peak in the world. I go to them more than I go to anything in the United States. So they did an investigation on the controversial church. This, this is an article from November 2021, okay? So this is recent, about a year ago. So, the church has, has openly expressed the ambition of creating a theocracy in America as accumulate, accumulated significant influence in the city of Moscow, Idaho. The name of that church is Christ Church. It is stated that it has a goal to make Moscow a Christian town. Okay. And public records, interviews, and open source materials online show how its leadership has extended its power and activities in the town. Church figures have browbeaten elected officials over COVID restrictions, built powerful institutions in parallel to secular government, harassed perceived opponents. Okay, that's not cool. And accumulated land and businesses in pursuit of a long-term goal of transforming America into a nation ruled according to its own ultra-conservative moral precepts. And it continues here. I'm not going to read the whole article. The rise of the church may be playing out in a small town, in Idaho, but it comes at a time when the U.S. is roiled by the far right, including Christian nationalism, and when social conservatives are seeking a rollback. I'm going to stop this right there. I'm going to go. I'm going to continue in a minute, but talking about a theocracy and Christian nationalism, and the far right. Um, a theocracy is a government ruled by religion. So a really good example of that would be in a Muslim country, that's exactly how it works. It is an exact theocracy, ruled by religious figures, or Iran with the Ayatollah Khomeini. So these are this looks like an attack in an unbalanced article at first, and it takes you away from the clear point of what this church is about. And we have to delve deeper. And what is the COVID restrictions? Which I'm not, I'm not about politics at all. But um, the government admitted that they went overboard on COVID restrictions. So this writer clearly politicized this article, and he made it unclear about the church because he has too much of his own politics involved. That's what I appreciate about you guys, and I mean this so much. I've been meaning to tell you. I have different beliefs. I'm not here to preach to you. I'm not here to teach to you my beliefs. And you guys have your own beliefs. We have Christians in here, and we have uh, people that are interested in the occult, uh, some people that are psychics, and we're right beside each other. And I appreciate that about you. You got filtered from that 40,000 because of the kind of content on here. Now, you can be side by side. I can listen to any of you about your beliefs, I don't have to come back and say, no, you're wrong. Look at this. No. Who cares about that? We're here to learn about each other's beliefs. And you guys share your, your information. Some of you don't believe in psychics, uh, the way they go about it or what they talk about at all. We're going to go into that story tonight. But if you're always right about everything and you're not open to listen to other things, and those other people could be wrong, but that's fine. You know what that's a recipe for? Somebody that doesn't listen to other people? It's a recipe for dumbass. So if you want to be a dumbass, always be right. You'll also be divorced. And it has no place, no place in journalism and conversation. While the church's previous, I'm continuing. Those of you guys, again, that are listening to the audio, I'm going to try to do a better job of transitioning between the way I talk and what I show. While the I'm going back to the article. While the church's previous controversies have centered on its founder and pastor, Douglas Wilson, a new generation of male church leaders, including Wilson's son, have found ways to expand the church's reach in Moscow and beyond. Gaining footholds in mainstream popular culture in the broader U.S. So one of the things they're doing is buying up a lot of land in Moscow. And they're trying to take over the whole town. And I thought this was interesting. They're doing it through uh, elected officials. They're doing it through um, government offices there in Moscow. Wilson the founder further claimed that we are not yet in a hot civil war with shooting and all but we are in a cold civil war and urged readers to resist openly in concert with any others in your same position claiming that this would not be rebellion against lawful authority but an example of how free people are refusing to go along with their own enslavement All right Let me go into a little bit an article that's written a little bit better This one is from Vice, has a better writer there, a better writer. I'm going to look at the chat room real quick. Hello, chat room. All right, so this is from Vice. Inside the church that preaches, wives need to be led with a firm hand. Isn't that a song? She wants a man with a firm hand and an easy touch. Evangelical pastor Douglas Wilson wrote that men conquer and women surrender. Christchurch survivors, Christchurch survivors are starting to speak out. This article is from September 28th of 2021. So November, September, October, November. What happened in those months in 2021? I guess this is from the COVID mandates or something. The Sea virus, whatever they call it here on YouTube. In 2000, Jean, then 16 years old, moved with her mother to Moscow, Idaho, after her parents separated. Jean is a pseudonym due to safety concerns. Men and children, prompted by an email from Christ Church, met them at their new home, a split-level rental, to unload the moving truck. Their new city was a beautiful place, says Jean, where flowers bloom in well-curated beds. Christmas lights are up year-round, and please still ride bicycles. Christmas lights up year-round. That's just lazy. That's not a beautiful thing. That's like if your parents left the... Any any of you guys have your parents leave the Christmas tree up and then when the whole year ran around, they turned it back on? That's what that's like to me. Moscow's an idyllic university town, most notably anchored by the University of Idaho, dotted by historic buildings and known for its thriving art scene. The in-town farmer's market is populated by friendly, well-dressed Kirkers, local shorthand for members of... Mother Kirk, the nickname for Christ Church. Did I say Moscow? I'm sorry. You guys already corrected me on that. It should be Moscow, right? Moscow. I used to live in a town in Tennessee called, it was spelled Maryville, but it was pronounced Muraville. It's just a colloquialism of the place you're in, of how it's pronounced. But I'll do it your way, Moscow. Moscow. Now, Christchurch boasts about 900 congregants in the town of 25,000. Christchurch is a communal ecosystem unto itself with the affiliated institutions throughout Main Street and the business district. Jean and her mother hadn't joined Christchurch before they arrived, but Jean had plans to attend New St. Andrews. She thought that it was like any number of religiously affiliated schools and that Christchurch was yet another church. It is such a sweet town, said Jean. you never guess there was such hatred depending upon whom you ask, the town either hosts a Calvinistic utopia or a patriarchal cult in which women must submit or face discipline at home and at church. Now, the reason why I'm reading this is because we're trying to decipher if this person who committed this horrible, atrocious murder might have been a member of this Christ church and in their mind, They have salvation in what they did because women need to be taught a lesson. Maybe he could be wrong to a point where a woman uh, deserves to be punished and any man that stood up for her along with it. And I'm not saying this is a case. And I can't can't really say that this church is satanic, right? This is just what was told to me, but we're going to look into this and go over what a satanic church would be after I finish this article because there is an outlier to what a cult and a satanic church would be. Mother Kirk, that's creepy. Surrounding Lataw County voted for President Biden in 2020. Depending on whom you ask, the town hosts either a Calvinistic utopia or patriarchal cult, which women must submit or face discipline at home and at the church. At the center of it all is a notoriously controversial Douglas Wilson, the firebrand pastor has been presiding over his mother, Kirk him for more than 40 years. To learn about Christchurch's culture of abuse and social control, Vice has interviewed 12 former and current church members and Logo students and reviewed court and medical documents, church correspondence, and business filings. Ex-Kirkers describe a punitive community in which women are told they must defer to church leaders And cannot say no to their husbands. Men are taught to strictly control their homes. And those who speak out can be isolated and harassed. Now back to Jean. During Jean's first year of a non matriculating student at New St. Andrews Christ Church. College of about 150 students. So this is a smaller college in there. She met a charming, handsome upperclassman. His father was a deacon at Mother Kirk. By her second year, they started dating, and soon he had wanted to marry her. I had stars in my eyes, she remembered, but then he got physical. It scared me. So this gets a little bit sexual here. It basically talks about him forcing himself on her. Jean, she'd been raised on a strictly diet of purity of the purity movement. She felt like she had no choice but to marry him or I was somehow unclean and unworthy after he forced himself on her before they got married. She joined the church, taking covenant vows in front of the congregation. After vows, Kirkers came up, shook her hand saying how beautiful she was. That's a big deal to men in leadership. Says Jean, they brag about how their women are more beautiful than pagans wives. You damn pagans. The wedding officiated by Wilson was four years after she moved to Moscow. Starting nine months after they were married, they had a baby. Every other year until the couple had four children. One night after their first was born, her husband came home drunk. After she was asleep, he pulled her over. He uh, got fresh with her. She said, not tonight. He got angry. She tried clawing away, then pushing him away with her arms. He pinned her down. So she used her legs to kick him. That's when he unbuttoned his pants and... After he was finished, he passed out drunk. So I'm going to stop reading the article here, but I'm going to tell you what happened. And I'll post all this in the show notes on YouTube. And if you guys didn't know, there's a, we have a podcast and we put extra content on there. So if you guys are interested in the podcast, hopefully Robo mod, will put a link out for you, but also on our about page, there's a link to all the different podcasts, uh, all the, all the different places, for all the different devices you use. You can choose whatever you want. She had a problem with this. She goes to church authorities. They tell her she's the one that's wrong. She's since been diagnosed with PTSD. So there's a lot in this religion about conquering, conquering the town. Um about their religion being the only way to god not only it's not through jesus it's not through being sinless but it's through being a part of their religion and conquering conquering the town conquering women these are just thoughts only thoughts and i would really like to know your thoughts on this when i open the phone lines what do you think about this church somebody brought this up to me when we were Talking about another case, and it was absolutely terrifying. And uh, I don't feel that these articles written go into their doctrine enough to see how bad it is. And uh, I'm going to try to find an auxiliary article for this, and I'll put that in the show notes too. Do you think this? Do you think this church? These ideals, not only 900 people in the church of a town of 25,000 people. Do you think this could contributed to the murder somehow? Do you think it might be one of those 900 people? I'm not saying it is. This is a uh, wild-ass speculation, a wild-ass theory, maybe a tame-ass theory. This is a place for it here on Midnight Radio. So i ask you those questions. Let me go ahead and look in chat see what you guys say about it. Are you guys as abhorred as I am. Is that a word? Hello, Naomi. CG, Chadwick, Holy Hawks. All right, continuing here. Uh, I want to play a little bit from the visual from the vigil. I know a lot of you guys were watching that vigil. Um, see, I would like, could could one of you, I guess you could try to put it in the chat room. I'm not sure if it allows links. Could one of you do me a favor? And, um, is is there a link to the whole vigil? Cause vigil, that sounds funny when I say it vigil, the father said some interesting things and we're, we're going to go over that right now, but I'm going to play a little bit about this, uh, this tragedy, this vigil, I did not get to view it at the time, and it was just striking. Imagine being there watching that. The father, he's been getting frustrated by the police, and uh, I can understand that. So I think one thing that he's doing is releasing a little bit more information.
2: Overnight vigils across the state of Idaho. Um, Mourning the deaths of four University of Idaho students brutally murdered. My
3: only child that we ever had. and Such a happy, just a, such a great kid, such a perfect little baby. And so just smart and funny.
2: Kaylee Gonzalez, Madison Mogan, Shanna Kernodal, along with her boyfriend Ethan Chapin were found stabbed inside this off-campus house more than two weeks ago.
4: That's the most important message that we have for you and your
5: families. mother.
4: Is to make sure that you spend as much time as possible with those people because time
2: is precious and it's something you can't get back. No arrests have been made and authorities have not disclosed a motive or revealed how the killer got inside the house.
6: We take pride. We love what we do. We're passionate about that.
2: The local police chief, James Fry, getting emotional in his first sit-down interview since the murders, saying his mission is to find the killer. He did not reveal why investigators have said they believe this was a targeted attack, and he did not say if a victim or the house was targeted. We're going to
0: into that.
6: We're painting a picture, and we're, we're trying to see what pulled the pieces into that picture, and that takes time.
2: Police initially said there was no imminent threat to the community, but later walked that back.
6: I owned the, uh, the messaging problem at the very beginning. Um, we should have done a little better than that.
2: Do you believe that you were prepared to handle something like this?
0: So we're trained uh, very well. We're very well. I'm going to pause it real quick. I want to say this. They misreported here. Maybe it happened five minutes after this conversation they recorded, but he also walked back that it was a targeted attack now. And we have more information, more information about what actually happened that night. Now we're going to go into it, and this is where you guys, you guys come in because I know there's some of you in here who have, know where this information came from. But he walked it back that it was a targeted attack. So the information I'm talking about is about what happened around the 911 call. So we're going to get into the messaging problem after a little more about the vigil. We're all aware of our
6: capabilities, vigil. but we're also aware when we need to bring in the Idaho State Police and the FBI or ATF.
2: Now investigators say one victim made several comments to friends and family about a possible stalker. And Chief Fry says detectives are looking into that possibility.
0: That has been verified by the father. So 100% verified, not a speculation. The father said yes. She did have a stalker. Also verified, not a speculation. Those red stains running down the house were blood, not oil. Hi, everyone. George Stephanopoulos here. Thanks for checking. Verified, that is George Stephanopoulos. George, get off my screen. So I have more about, go away, George. I guess I do need you, George.
6: We begin tonight with solidarity and support to those in Moscow. From Idaho Falls to Pocatello, people all over the state are recognizing those affected by the loss of four University of Idaho students.
3: Their lives were stolen in the early morning hours of November 13th by a suspect who hasn't been caught or even named yet. The Moscow community has been rattled by the stabbings, but it hasn't swayed from people from showing up to tonight's vigil.
6: The family and friends of the victims are joining together right now for a moment of silence filled with sympathy and sadness. We are going to join them in this
0: moment. Apparently they got some dead air. So, ah, uh, I can't show you the video. It has students Putting uh, flowers and things on a makeshift memorial. This is, this is at uh, Idaho State University. Guys, if I say Ohio, I'm sorry. I had COVID in my brain. it scrambled Near The sometimes. University
6: of Idaho campus, the Moscow community, has not been alone in its mourning.
3: That's right, across the state, more than two weeks later, that pain is still very real for both Idahoans and fellow students. That's why schools of different levels have all joined in a collective vigil. This is the candlelight vigil happening now President in the College of Eastern faculty, Idaho campus. Staff, and
5: of course the students
0: uh, and of course the students. Um, so they were going live.: ...cut short two weeks ago in yes. Moscow.
2: We extend our earnest sympathies to their families as they grapple with the grief this horrific tragedy has created in their
6: lives. And this is the football stadium at Rigby High School. Right now, its lights have been on since 3 o'clock this afternoon as the high school and the surrounding area provide their own version of candlelight for the University of Idaho students.
3: And the Bannock County community has also come together for a vigil at Idaho State University in Pocatello. It's being held in the Student Union near the Bengal Theater on campus. Emotions running high tonight at all of these vigils as the four students are remembered. Here at Local News 8, our hearts also go out to anyone involved.
0: This tragedy, uh, I understand the police chief crying. I absolutely do. Whenever I go over this, and when they were... the mother was talking about how precious time is. Uh, I almost lost it, and just thinking about it, I told you guys my father died. My father was murdered, and uh, it's a, it's uh, it'll be a year in uh, January. So this is my first year without him, and it's hard. You're you're with him, and then they're gone. They're taken away. You know, a final look, a final glance, a final conversation, boom, gone. And uh, you never get to talk to him again, not while you're on this earth. So it is that that's hard. And you're like, uh, you're gobsmacked and you're in shock. You're like, okay, now my life exists without this person. This is going all across America and the whole world, reverberating. This is why people care. You had three young people, young people dying for any reason is an indescribable tragedy because they're healthy. They shouldn't be dying. They haven't experienced things. They were right at the point of graduating where they were launching into their lives. They did everything right. They walked in pairs. And all of a sudden, one person decides to take it on themselves to take those people out of this life. One person. And this person will get caught. We all feel that. Uh, These girls could have been our children. We're not going to just shut up about it. This is why this is such a major topic in the United States right now. Nobody's going to shut up about this. We're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about our wild speculations, our theories. Uh, Again, don't harass anybody. I'm not claiming. I really do believe in innocent until proven guilty. But I also believe that we should be able to talk about this stuff. The mainstream media right now are putting out from the FBI indulgence. And I believe they do have a reason for this, that speculation is causing a lot of trouble right now. Which may be true, maybe not true. I think they're trying to slow down the timeline of this till they get the, the DNA back. But the police chief walking back about it being a targeted attack, I think that was also, uh, also a tactic to slow everybody down and speculating and talking about it because they don't have the DNA evidence yet. And th- that's from one of you guys in, in the comments section. Uh, you said that, and I'm like, that's that's right. I don't think that they don't think it's a targeted attack. I just think he said that to slow people down or like well we don't know and again we don't know we don't know the information they have but i guarantee you i really know, I feel that they have the dna evidence but that does take a while it's not like csi it takes a while to get that back so it was a very gory a very bloody scene this is what we're told but we're not told what happened It was released during a vigil from the father that Maddie and Kaylee died together in the same bed. And I had this in my mind that that was the case because we went over in our last video that Kaylee was selling her stuff because she was moving out in the uh, beginning of December and she was already selling her stuff. We said, maybe she gave out all this information when she was selling her stuff that she was leaving in December. She was selling her car, uh, I also I didn't I didn't say it in that video, but I have confirmation that she was selling her bed, too, some of her and other pieces of her bedroom furniture. I saw a picture of it; it was piled up, so her her bed wasn't there effectively in that house. So her and Maddie were in the same bed when their lives were taken. So, I'm leaning on you guys, right? Well, first we're gonna go into that. We're going to go into the 911 call from the roommates, which the the information they gave completely didn't make sense. I got some new information that came in. It makes more sense. And it's a whole lot more horrific. But before we go into that, I want to go into this character that you guys told me about, the neighbor, Jeremy. A lot of you guys thought that he was guilty. Maybe he is, maybe it isn't. But they're saying that this poor man has been deemed suspect number one.
5: Jeremy Reagan is live with me tonight. Jeremy, thank you so much for coming on with me tonight. How has your life changed since the online army uh, came after you?
7: Um, It's definitely been weird. Um, I've had a lot of people online just sort of saying, well, this wouldn't have happened if you never did an interview. Um, If you wouldn't have done X, Y, and Z during the interviews, then we wouldn't have been suspicious of you. But it's not like I was intentionally doing anything during the interview or like I had sought out these interviews. Um, Every single time I've done one, it's been either the reporter or someone with the reporter asking me to do these. But people online have just been ruthless. They went through and gone through all of my social media history over the past decade, um, just trying to find anything and everything they can about me pulling up Facebook posts from my mom from a decade ago saying, Oh, he was a hunter back in 2012. He must've done it. Um, Just because a psychic had done a reading and said that it was probably a hunter, even though almost everyone in Idaho hunts at some point. And so they've just been digging into anything and everything they can find about my personal life and trying to somehow link it back to this.
5: So let's, Let's clear the Are air for anybody who's watching tonight. And and maybe still even has suspicions. So some of them said he refused to give his DNA to the police. Have the police ever come in, you know, come in contact with you or asked you for DNA or, or had any requests like that.
7: Um, earlier today actually was the first time. Um, before this, they hadn't interviewed me other than that first day a couple hours.
0: Okay, I'm gonna pause it real quick because I was something to say. This lady who in the Banfield, who I don't like, by the way. Again, because I'll tell you why. I feel like she's an irresponsible journalist. I don't have any toleration for that. I don't. It makes me sick. You know, and you guys can call me a hypocrite if you want. I no, I'm, I'm the first to admit I've been a little bit reckless. But uh, and maybe I do a oh, Mr. Cock an apology, but we'll get into that later. But Jeremy... Yesterday, she was talking, well, on our last episode, which is a day or two ago, she was talking to some cyber sleuths who came up with the name of Jack in the Venmo accounts, and she put his name out there. She put Jack's name out there. I got more information about those Venmos and Jack today, thanks to, thanks to you guys. But she put that name out here like he was a possible. She did that, and now she's talking about this. She did the same thing, but what they want is they don't want you guys coming here getting information from me, which really is not me, it's us, because this is your show. They don't want that because you're taking their views. That's what they don't want, so they're going to fight against you too. And the FBI and them, they don't care. They just want to slow things down because you are right about different things. Or you may be right about different things they don't really know. Again, when we talk about people, it's all about speculation. This is entertainment right don't it's really not to be taken literally because we don't know we don't know any of the information they have and you know what i've seen cases like this happen before that there was a trans it was a hobo that was going around and he would stop at a town and he would do this he would go in the house and stab people and kill them that is also a probability and if that is the case and it is nobody around there It's just somebody that was passing through and did it. You know, the only way they could possibly get his DNA, but we don't know the information that they have. But this hypocrisy, this attack from mainstream media, which this is what, News Nation, which isn't a big deal, on you guys talking about it, how many of you guys still think Jeremy uh, might be a suspect in your mind? Um i want to see you guys tell me in the chat right now
7: hours after the news broke that there was a killing there, but up until earlier today, I hadn't contacted by the police, but then today, partly because of all the reports that the people had sent in about me and the interview I did, as well as me going and talking with one of the local prosecutors about what I can do to clear my name. The officers came by my house today. They talked with me, they interviewed me. Um, they didn't bring anything to collect DNA today, But they said, if we need you, will you come down to the station? I said, absolutely. And so if they give me another call or if they don't call me within a few days, I'll probably go down anyways. But
5: and and, yeah, to, and to be clear, you, no you reached out to the prosecutor as well. Let, let's be really clear about that. So it's just absolutely an abject lie that that you refuse to give DNA. You've spoken to them. You've offered it. They've said they'll come back and ask you for it. They certainly don't seem to think it's a big um, panic. And then the other question for the record, where were you uh, when the murders occurred?
0: Okay. I'm going to pause this real quick and answer somebody in the chat room. Uh, D, D.E. asked me a question. Um I don't mind you mention another creator in here. If, if it's, you know, relating to the story at all, it's where, where the stuff comes from, from you guys sending it to me. And uh, I come up with what I come up with. But w- what I do need in particular is there's a story going around, and I have – someone talking about the story we're about to go into this about the 911 call and what happened what actually happened at the time of the 911 call was horrific we're going to go into it but do you know exactly where that information came from in the chat room do you guys know where that came from now I have a creator talking about it but what I don't have is like where the information came from other than them talking about it they I don't need a name I just need to know where it came from Again, we're going to come into that here in a minute after this, after Jeremy. So you guys don't think Jeremy did it, um, which is fine. I have no idea about this Jeremy guy. He he fell away from my radar, but some of you guys who are watching what some of the psychics were, say, were saying uh, came up with Jeremy also. Um, you'll notice that this lady, and maybe I'm being too rough on her because I know that her questions are pre-prepared and the things that she talks about are pre-prepared. I guarantee you that. So really, it's not her because she's just like a uh, news model, really. So going back into this, for them them to be so uh what's what's the word I'm looking for? It's not two-faced uh, yeah, they're being very deflective, absolutely. and uh no I was in my bag. I went to sleep roughly at 1130 that
7: night, woke up somewhere between eight and nine o'clock the next morning. And so I was just at my, in my house, in my bed.
5: So the, I heard in an interview at some point you gave uh, that you said you now carry a
0: she didn't read that article very well. He did before. And he started to carry one again. Uh, One thing she does If you guys notice this, she's like, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Jeremy, that they, I'm sorry that they did these things to you. All these horrible people. She did it the day before to somebody else. She did it to Jack, which I got stuff to clear Jack's name tonight. I'm sorry. They're horrible. Those, those damn internet sleuths and their dog Scooby-Doo. Hey, uh, so did you kill him? Uh, where, where were you at? Can you verify this? What kind of gun do you have, Jeremy? So she's questioning him like he is the murderer right here and he's he's just going with it. This lady.
5: Weapon. Um I have two questions about that. What what of kind of do. weapon do you do carry? And then second, is it because you fear the killer um, that's out there or fear the, the trolls that are coming after you?
7: Trolls. Um it's a gun, it's just a handgun. And it's not really that I fear for anything, it's just I feel safer having it. Um I just like, guys. I don't walk around thinking maybe the killer is going to come for me next, stab me in the back or something like that. But just having it on me gives me that extra sense of security. Um, especially now where cyber sleuths may or may not come. They've already contacted my friends asking questions about me. And so who knows if someone's going to go so far as to try Jeremy? and confront me in person, even though
0: I've on Reddit specifically. I. So what they're going to confront him and he's going to pull a pistol. He's going to, have a pistol at a gunfight. I mean, gone through and posted and answered. No, actually, I'm, I'm sorry. He's going to have a pistol to a word fight. Third questions. Matter of fact, you guys that are out there cyber sleuthing in physical form, actually going to Idaho and, uh, Moscow. You guys, I'm, I have some information. I'm actually going to forward to them because, uh, about Christ church, I think. But, um, you, you guys need to be careful, man. I mean, the the media right now is hyping up this cyber sluice cuz they want you guys to shut, sit down and shut up because you're you're it's about profits that's all it's about for them we we are a nation in mourning we're a nation in tragedy over this this is different than anything else this happened lately we should be talking about it this keeps people this keeps the FBI involved this keeps the state involved this keeps the police involved, I'm telling you right now, if there's no pressure like my father, they're not going to get the killer because they don't care. Nor do they have the resources. And I'm not talking bad about the police department down there in Moscow, Idaho. I'm not. I'm going to send him some baked goods from Mr. Cock. Uh, you have every right to talk about this. Don't let anybody say anything different. That people had, but you never know if someone's going to try and
7: come talk to me personally or come try anything in real life. So sure. I just feel yeah. safe. Well, we've, it
5: it we've seen people show up at murder scenes before who are not involved in any way in, in the story. I have one last question for you. I've got about 15 seconds left. Mm-hmm. Did you know the girls or had you ever been in the house?
0: And of course he answers. No. Some of you guys are saying in the chat room that you used to think it was him. And now you don't think so. It's hard to, know what's going on if the police department says one thing and they, they walk it back and they, they tell half-truths. And I think some of the truths they do say, they walk those back because, man, maybe we shouldn't have told that. So, you know, I got a comment. We were, talking, we were, just, we're just now talking about trouble caused by speculation. I want to know what you guys think about this. Uh, I, I admit my mistakes. I might have been a little bit hard on Mr. Cock. Um, again, I'm not saying that Mr. Cock was involved in the murders. I'm not, um, I was specific at that around the time I'm saying, don't harass them. Don't harass him at all. His name just came up and, uh, but I got a comment and I usually don't talk about comments, but I I wanted to get your opinion on this. Okay. It was on, on the, uh, one about the sexual predators in the area. That's where I got the comment. And someone said, you know, sexual predators have a 95% chance of 95% of them never offend again. And I feel that it's wrong that you talked about these sexual predators in the area. These were pedophiles, by the way, specifically pedophiles in the area, which may or may not have related. This person says, when are you going to put out a, a?" broadcast where you apologize to those individuals and i thought are you kidding me me apologize to a pedophile that was a article in the national media that i went over about pedophiles i just made it the thumbnail and you know they have a 95 percent rate of not offending again what about if they offend once on on your child are they going to do a podcast apologizing For being a pedophile and being sexual with children? I don't think so. If you look it up right now, you would be surprised how many pedophiles are in the different houses in your area. If you look at the watch, the pedophile watch in your area because they have to have it, you'll be surprised. It's like someone took a handful of M&Ms and threw them at different houses. In one stick, boom, it's a pedophile. Only a 95% chance of reoffending Am I going to apologize? Hell no, I'm not going to apologize. And furthermore, what about the ones that offended the first time? Well, you know what? Maybe if your ass gets blasted here on YouTube and social media, you'll never do it to begin with. Think about that. That way, they won't offend to begin with. And I don't even believe that's true, a 95% chance of reoffending for a sickness like that. Maybe they have a 95% chance of not getting caught again. So is wild speculation a bad thing? I don't think so. Now, harassment, that is different than speculation. That is different. You know, and I see this whole speculation issue differently. Let's really look at this. Some guy, like me, some fruit loop. Like me and you guys, right? We're Fruit Loops. Fruit Loops are delicious, even though I don't partake. With very few viewers compared to the large scale of anything here, is not going to really affect anything. Okay, I'll tell you what does affect something is if the police, what the police do, what the mainstream media says, or what the police do. Okay, now if they have someone, they declare a suspect or a person of interest. That is laid on, and sometimes they never stop that. That is what will ruin somebody's life. Not your wild-ass speculations, theories, or your tame-ass theories. That doesn't ruin somebody's life. I'm sorry. But if you keep on saying it, somebody, actually, we're getting into defamation law. I have a business degree, so I know about this. If you keep digging your teeth in, Alex Jones is a good example saying that Sandy Hook wasn't real for five years, even though you are presented with facts that it's real, then they have a case, and it's dangerous, okay? And you don't say, hey, we're just talking about this, guys. We are just talking. Don't harass anybody. There's the difference. That's where the danger is. They don't want you to believe that. They want you to believe that nobody should talk about this except us. No. Sorry, not happening. Guys, I'm getting real close to opening up the phone lines. Uh, I believe we have it pinned up in the chat room. Number is 325-261-0892. I'm looking forward to talking to you guys. I'm just excited to talk to you as you are to me. When I open up the phone lines, just give me your your first name and uh, what state you're from. Okay? Now... Let's see, the police walked back to targeted theory. I'm upset about that. Let's see if I have that clip. I don't. Okay. All right. We're gonna go into talk about what the psychics came up with. You guys have been telling me bits and pieces. We're gonna go over a little bit of that right now. What they've said. I'll, I'll tell you which uh, psychic creators these are. We're gonna go. We're gonna go over that in a minute. I got one more thing first, and um, I'm gonna play this. I asked you earlier where you guys heard the information about what happened to the roommates during that 9-11 call where where was Ethan where did they find the body what happened you guys were telling me about that in the comment section but I couldn't find exactly where the information came from just people talking about it now the closest I was able to get is this man I'm about to play right now this is a creator his name is Harsh reality. I'm going to give a shout out to him. I'll put a link to all this in the show notes. Uh, When I play video here, I have to play it at two times speed, okay? So I don't get hit with um, some kind of, uh, what do you call it, copyright infringement or something. Of course, we're all covered under fair use. All right. So let's look into what happened, what really happened on the 911 call and why we think police hit it. To put their information on, he said that they didn't want to put their information on, and I don't want to. I don't want to do that either. I just want to know exactly where it came from. Okay, here we go.
8: So I'm going to read it, okay, and a little bit of the context, if you like. So let me just see where the best place is to start. Um, right, two people who claimed to be at the house with the roommates when the bodies were discovered quickly came to the surviving roommate's defense and wrote that.
0: If you're re-watching this video, you can go down on the speed, and you can probably hear it at real speed, I'm thinking. If you go half speed.
8: The roommates woke up, went upstairs to the kitchen, and noticed the sliding glass door was open, and it was during that time they discovered Ethan. They didn't say where he was found on that floor, but it was so horrific that both girls went into shock and ran out of the house. One of the roommates fainted, and the other was beyond hysterical and not making any sense. Their frantic actions while coming out of the house caught the attention of people walking past. The people responding on the victim's IG claimed to be two of those people. They implied that the roommate who fainted had already dialed 911, but was so distraught that she fainted before she could give any info that the dispatcher could understand. The info that the bystander who picked up the roommate's phone could give the 911 dispatcher was she just saw her friend run out of the house and faint. So that obviously clarifies why the call to 911 stated that someone was unconscious, not that someone, you know, that was something that a lot of people had queried before. So that's how the 911 call was made on the roommate's phone and by someone else, and why the call went out for an unconscious person. While that boy stand was on the phone with 911, the other roommate was hysterically trying to explain that something was wrong with Ethan. By this point, several more people had stopped to see what was happening, and one or two of them went into the house to see if they could
0: help him. Okay, so let's go over this real quick. So Ethan was stabbed. He was out of the room. He was in the main living area. One of the roommates came out, ran out screaming, passed out. She might have hurt herself, but she was passed out, and they couldn't, they couldn't uh, wake her up. And the neighbors started getting involved. I also heard a rumor that, that Ethan's brother, his twin was one of the people that ran over.
8: There were multiple people in the yard at that time, and those people began contacting their friends that someone in the house was badly hurt. Someone called Ethan's brother Hunter to tell him something okay. was wrong with his brother because he lived close to the house, and someone called one of the other victims' boyfriends as he was also Ethan's best friend. I didn't go into detail on if either of those boys had arrived before the paramedics did, but it did kind of sound like they did they didn't go into detail on what kind of injuries ethan suffered they also didn't say if anyone went to check on the other roommates before the paramedics arrived but it's somewhat implied that someone had the only details they gave about the scene itself was that it was incomprehensibly bloody While those people were in the house checking on ethan and possibly the other roommates the paramedics arrived to a very chaotic scene believing they were to assess an unconscious person outside but they were redirected to go inside
0: see now this makes sense why would the police keep this from us keep this from being released how does that help it, it didn't do anything but make distrust from him and, and the chief you heard him he, he took responsibility for the met the messaging and they only they had a murder like seven years ago and this is not something they always have he's been the chief for a while i believe so i'm not going to fault him on that whatsoever but it remains a fact that the public is losing faith in this police department because of the me- messaging issue, especially when yesterday they walked back at being a targeted attack. Why? Um, whether it was or whether it's not, you go back and forth. I'm losing confidence in you. So I had to help someone who was hurt
8: very badly. So they walked into the house unaware that it was a crime scene and contaminated most of everything on the second floor. It doesn't sound like the roommates were roaming throughout the house, carelessly contaminating everything fully aware that the friends had been murdered. It sounds like the scene was contaminated by numerous people who were trying to help unaware and unable to comprehend what they were looking at. And that it was a crime scene.
0: I have to add this. Sorry to break in here. I know some people don't like that, but I have to, uh, I have not been able to verify this account. Okay. Um, uh, I need you, your guys help on that. You guys are telling me from the chat room right now that you, you got it from the same place I did, you know, Um, But I can't verify the source on this. So, again, this is going to have to be a wild-ass speculation or wild-ass theory until it's verified. It's verified that the girls are in the same bed. It's verified that it was really blood. This isn't verified, okay? But uh, it does make a lot of sense.
8: And they go on to say, My heart breaks for these two poor, innocent young females. Not only have they experienced this trauma so brutal that it can't be changed, um, no sorry trauma so brutal that it can't not change who they are at their core but they will have to live with the fear that someone might be coming for them and they grieve of loss for friends plus a life that they once had that will never exist again and if that wasn't traumatizing enough they also get to live with millions of people publicly criticizing persecuted and incorrectly judging them for actions people assume they may or may not have taken some of the comments
0: you know i don't think that anybody's criticizing well i saw slight criticizing of the roommates but that was because of the way the police reported it. If we knew this, if we knew this, would you guys have thought the roommates were involved at all? No. But it's their messaging. And they like to blame everybody else for speculating when it's because of the information that they're giving that people are speculating the way they are. But I don't think anybody was harsh on these on these um, roommates and the family members, really. I'm getting the feeling through the grapevine that, there's not a lot of heavy speculation in attacking there.
8: It's ...left on the IG pictures of the victims, especially the ones the survivors were tagged in, were beyond nasty, if not right-down cruel. I don't understand how our society became so inhumane. It sounds like the two surviving roommates' behaviors were 100% appropriate.
0: I will say this, though. On Instagram, on the pictures of the roommates and the pictures of Jack, the Jacks and the Jakes, and, you know, people were going to those pictures and and uh, really putting some bad stuff, right? They really were. It's one thing to come here and post stuff, this is a safe haven for this this is a, okay for your speculation and everything don't go to their Facebook pages I mean you guys didn't do that you guys didn't do that again you guys are the cream of the crop some people were doing that and uh, you know that's not right so yeah I guess they did uh, say some harsh things about the roommates and uh, harsh things about Jack ah uh, you guys I just I, I forgot something earlier and I just remembered. And uh, it is it's horrific of some of the evidence, the pictures that some of you guys have sent me about these guys. I'll, I can't show you because I can't show you vid- any pictures. Okay. I'm going to have another uh, live pretty soon, and I'm going to get this fixed, and I'll show you. I need to show you these pictures I have, everybody. Um, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to show it to you early so we can converse about it on our next live. And um, – I'm going to do that. I'm going to put it in my Google drop, my Google box, and put a link to it in the show notes of this show. Man, I got some bad stuff. Especially these psychics were about to go over. Some of it relates to that, and I'm telling you, all right. These people that these pictures are from, I'm not saying they're guilty, but I'm saying, holy crap! It's bloody, it's gory, it's demonic, it's satanic. And, uh, man, there's a lot going on there. You have all these characters and they have so much darkness in some of their lives. You're like, well, he might not have did it, but what, what the, what the hell's going on there? These pictures show that I'm sorry. I can't show you now, but, uh, it's going to be on the show notes or it's going to be in the description below
8: for the situation they found themselves in. And I agree. Like I said, this all alleged, but I think it explains a lot. I'm marking this as information rather than theory because I'm not making a theory myself. I'm just relying, relaying information given by the individuals who were there when the call was made.
0: And look, that's information. All right, that's it. What do you guys think about this? Where did it come from? That's what I want to know. He said... This wasn't a theory. This is from somebody. Again, this is um, secondhand information, right? But it's secondhand information from somebody that says they were there. They gave it to this person who wrote it down, and they gave it to I don't know who. They might have given it to this creator. I'm not sure. It might have came from somebody else, and somebody else gave it to the creator. Again, I'm not sure. Harsh is from Southeast England. Uh, Sugar Mom says, I think the police should have explained the 911 call better like they ran from the house hysterical and someone else had to call for them. You're right. That's all they had to say. They're creating a lot of this uneasiness in all of us and we have to go somewhere to talk about it. It's a safe place. Okay. We're talk about Jack. This is what I heard. This is, again, speculation. If you look at the video, our last video, where I talk about The Venmo, that you can actually look at people's Venmos and see what they spent money on. There was a donation to a man named Jack. Harsh reality. Yeah, there was a Venmo to somebody named Jack, $6. I've been informed, again, it's not verified yet. I've been informed right before I came on that Jack is one of the fraternity brothers And he, one of the things he does is he does designated driving. That's the, I think he was actually there at the food truck. This Jack they told me about, it was a Jack that was at the food truck. It's the one that was there in the Venmo payments for $6, $6 gas money. He does designated driving. This Jack, I don't know if he's the one that Ubered them home or not, but... That makes sense. One of the Venmo payments, right? So we were just looking at what was her name, Banfield. You know, she was blasting them one day, and then the next day, she's talking about you people on the internet speculating are horrible people. Did you murder the guy? Did you do? Did you do that? Uh, no. These people are talking about me. Yeah. So, Jack. Anybody got any confirmation on Jack? I got that he. Harsh reality is a credible sight. Larry, I believe you. So, my head is spinning with this. Jack was a designated, a Desi-D. Okay, that makes sense. Once I'm able to verify that, from two more sources, I'll let you know it's like the blood and the other stuff, what's real and what's not. That's Jack. Jack K. Yes, you're right. D Jack K. All right. I post my evidence in the description box below the video. If you're listening to the podcast, hello, everybody, not forgetting about you. Hey, I want to say, I give a shout out to right now to all those listening live on the audio stream at our uh, online radio station, MidnightRad.io. Uh, those guys, those people that are listening to it, stream to their phones as they're driving or listen to it at work. I'm going to continue on here. Uh, I believe I believe finally the moment a lot of you've been waiting for we're going to talk about the psychics and uh I'm going to rely on you guys heavy. Where's my psychics? Where are you guys at? Hmm. Ah, here we go. Okay. Now this came from you guys. Actually all the psychic, I don't okay, this isn't a disclaimer. But I talked to you earlier about the way you guys are naturally in here. I don't think this comes from me. I, th- I think it comes from you guys who decided to sub, decided to stay. All you guys in the chat room are subbed. Uh, some of you, I, I need to say this. It's important that you, if it's important for me, that you subscribe and hit the bell because I'm doing this. I don't want to sit in a room and talk to myself. I have no interest in teaching. Uh, I don't have any interest and preaching or anything like that. This is a conversation we're having together. And all of you are experts and I'm an expert too. We bring our information together and it's very important. And it means a lot to me to do that, you know. You guys are intelligent people. You you don't like drama or anything like that. You guys are the best and, and that's why I wanted to do this. But if that's why I ask you to sub and hit that bell so we can have a conversation together. Okay? Now the information that I brought about the psychic and and later turned when I was talking about a cock, uh, a peacock, um, that, that was the name. I'm not trying to be dirty or anything. Um, that came from you guys. Somebody, uh, texted me at like 3, 4 a.m. in the morning about this psychic that was talking about this. Her name was, she goes by the name of Reverend Donna Serafina. And, uh, I'm interested in it. Now, if you guys look at my about page, and it's been, there for, it's been up there for a while, it says I'm interested in the stories about those that are interested in the occult and what happens to them. I'm not necessarily interested in psychics. I'm interested in what happens to them, okay? Th- those are the kind of stories I write. But just if you look back at my documentaries, what I feel like some of you might not have yet, that's what they're about. A quick quick side note. When my father died, it was very hard on me. And the thing that took me out of it is hard work. Doing the hard work of producing the documentaries. That's why I'm here. It's not for fortune or glory or fame or anything like that. It was to work on these documentaries, okay? And put them out. If you're going to put your hard, uh, your heart into these, you want to be able to share it. And then... I also want to have conversations with you guys. I was here talking about these crimes because I'm a fiction writer and I go through all these things. I actually, I'm a fiction writer, but I also write these documentaries that happen about real things. So I go through all these stories every day anyway. So I thought, well, you know what? I might as well share them with you guys as I'm going through it. So I started doing it every day and that's where we're at. But, uh, It helped me. So any of you that have a loss, I know some of you have because I've talked with you through email. It helps to work um, with your heart. You know, the heart that was, the heart that was um, so traumatized and just breaking over this murder, this death, you know, hard work with my heart is what helped. So I want to thank you guys because although I still miss my father. I'm not traumatized like I was before. I'm a whole lot better, and that that comes from you guys, too. You're interacting with me and and us going through all this together. So thank you for that. So, yeah, someone texted me about Don at 3 a.m. in the morning, and you guys told me about these psychics we're going to go over today. Again, we're going to go over them at two times speed. We're not going to listen to all of it. We're just going to go into some of the things they said. And now that we got a little more information, we'll be able to line up better. You just heard what was said really happened behind that 911 call. All right? So now we're going to go to the psychic who's talking about what happened behind that 911 call. Some of you believe in psychics. Some of you don't. Some of you are Christians and believe that not talking, that the Bible commands to not talk, to, to not talk to the dead or to talk to anybody that talks to the dead, all right? And I respect that. I respect both sides. And I'm asking that you do too. So whether you're a Christian or not, you're someone that believes everybody should talk to the dead and it should be a good thing. It's a healing process, okay? That's what some people think. That's okay. You guys can exist side by side. Me, I'm not here to talk about my beliefs. I'm here to say, hey, look at this. Okay, whether it's real or not, let's compare it. Let's talk about this. So this is it's called it's gonna be in the description below, the Idaho 4 crazy clear names and details spirit box. This is Sarah Saving Spirits.
9: I ask angels to be present, I ask my gatekeepers to protect speed. me, and my children, my home while we are doing this spirit communication during the session before and after. You God Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Ethan, Madison, Kaylee, Xana, can you hear me? Okay. Oh, oh. Did you say was armed?
0: It said Xana was armed. Bite them or bite them. How's he doing?
9: What's your name? Israel. Oh, my crossbow. <clears throat>
5: mm-hmm.
0: My no, yeah. Oh. So I'm looking at this video and I see things moving. There's going to be a link in the description below. I'm seeing things moving as she's communicating with these spirits. Now, we're having an exorcist on Monday. And he is a very strict individual, and he believes that he believes that uh, you're not talking to the dead. You're not talking to these spirits. You're talking to demons who are tricking you. And the reason they're doing that, they're deceiving you. It's a demonic deception. And the reason why they're doing that is so they can confuse. The ultimate goal of Satan is to still kill and destroy. And the goal of these demons and communicating because they're allowed to. If you go against, if you go against the uh, what the Bible tells you not to do, otherwise known as sin, then they have the right to mess with you. So, um, if you want to see anything from him before, you can look at uh, the Soul Collector documentary. That's Brother Yoshim from that. He'll be on here Monday talking with us about these things. But some people believe that. But I'm seeing this stuff move across, and you guys should check this video out. Um, I know it's harder to hear at two times speed, but I'll, I'll tell you what they says. But yes, it is clear. Can
9: you use this app? Can you hear me?
0: Like golf a lot Evict
9: Ethan Madison Zanna Kaylee
0: and Then assault
9: Madison right here?
0: He watched He saw us
9: Zanna Who hurt you? Can you say the name of the person People that hurt you? Fine so I know you can hear me. Can you say your names, please?
0: My cross keeps falling down and the lights keep going off. Guys, this is creepy. This is way creepy.
9: The cross fell again. The
0: stealthy boss or balls.
9: Can you say Kaylee? Can you say your names? Any of you? Can you say your names? Any of
0: you? Guys, I want you to know I am reading your comments here.
9: honey Um, adds
0: that perfect sweet heat wow they bust a commercial up in there how about that so some of what you guys are saying here in the comment section um that's what video i've seen Uh, spirit boxes can pick up not good entities not good to mess with this is not what mediums do mediums connect with higher guides and angels all things are lawful but not necessarily expedient I had an experience that saved me from something horrible. I would be an idiot not to believe. Just saying. Spiritualists have a source. God, Buddha, whatever is your choice. We are very intuitive people. So again, people, I'm not advocating um, psychics. We're just looking at this. Um, Yes, she has. Okay. Okay. Um, it says, hold on, wanted, hold on, let me rewind this a little bit.
5: Who killed
0: you? Oh. Wanted to kill her, raise your right hand. Raise your
9: right hand? Okay, I can hear you. What? I hear you, can you hear me? Can anybody say their name, please? Can you say your name?
0: So in the, in the, in the chat room, they're saying that, yes, evil spirits can come you know, talk to you on a spirit box. Well, they're not just there talking through the spirit box. There's things moving around a room. So if you're going to use something like that, I don't recommend it. Um, It seems dangerous to me, right? Again, but I am looking at this. I am looking at this. We're going to move along. Um, I'm going to read some of the things to you real quick. They fought us. They'll find him with his hand cut. Dope man. I see him. He left. Drawn to do before this. Bar, get those, the guys. Red blood. Nick is the name it says. Injurious. Now, if these are evil entities that are speaking i I've have, I have no doubt that they would know about what you know what happened right There's no way they wouldn't, but whether they're going to share that or not, that's something different uh, you know It's what I got next um, this is this also came from you guys. Let me get the name of it. It's really hard. Unfortunately, I'm getting a Wayfair ad on there, so it's blocking who this person is. Let's see. Psychic Sleuth Rachel Lapham, L-A-P-H-A-M, Lapham. Let's go into this one here.
9: The weird, the weird thing is, is there's, I keep seeing the boy go to the bar and he gets in some kind of, I don't know if he's in a conversation with this guy, maybe that he said something that I didn't like. It comes off as he kind of, he kind of ticked the guy off with maybe this is some young kid that, you know, like he thought the didn't respect him. There's something that, um, made him kind of become a little obsessive. If that makes sense. Um, he did not like, he did not like maybe the way the, the kid looked at him or something that he said to him. It seems to stem from that. And it kind of made him angry and he's been drinking. I feel like he's been drinking. I get, there's a reference to hard alcohol with him. Um, and uh okay so they also show me he might be a possible drug user because i keep i'm getting needles which is what i normally get with with drug use um and that doesn't necessarily mean that's what he uses but that's like a symbolic thing for me and but they're showing me like i don't know what kind of alcohol is it's like a light like a lighter brown kind of alcohol um in like one of the short glasses and he's drinking it um like straight up is the way that it comes across and i keep seeing him i keep seeing him like there's a bar and then there's bar stools like i keep seeing him on the bar stool there's also a reference to a pool table and possibly playing pool or i don't know where that why that's coming in at but um yeah, it could be whiskey. um, Whiskey, brandies. I had probably whiskey. I want to lean more towards that. Probably, Angela, probably right. So, um, anyway, I only said that because she just commented in our chat. That's how I saw that comment. It's weird because okay. So everybody seems a little tipsy. Now I don't know if they got an Uber or a. It feels like they did not drive, but there's an Uber or a taxi or something like that that they got. Um, so because I, they feel kind of tipsy, like the girls were being like all rambunctious. They had a good time. I feel like there was a lot of laughing. I like, think it was a really good night. Besides this, but there's there's this altercation that sticks out to me. Also, I feel like the guy, besides him being like a little irritated with the boy, there was a girl that he liked. One of them. Um, and she snubbed her nose at him, and he didn't like that either. He didn't like, because I get the sense of rejection and not, like, feeling rejected. But he looks at them like they're young punk kids, and um, I feel like it really infuriated him for some reason. Now, this guy, he's a psychopath, um, and he may have done, I feel like he's, he might have a record. I hear the word record. Okay. Um, but I don't know what his, I'm not sure what his, his record, like, is for. Um, but I get violent. And I also hear he does not like to feel rejected or lesser than. Um, That comes in. So there's, so there's a reference to... I feel like I'm being followed and watched at this point. I think he came from the bar is the way that it's coming across. Um, and they were followed.
0: So yeah. she is actually consulting um, the spirits.
9: Was there any, I hear the word surveillance. So I don't know if he was, they were caught on surveillance or, um, he was caught on surveillance, but I hear surveillance yeah. as in, um, this weird. Like I see him trying to cover up. Like he's putting out this hood like that. I keep
0: getting- When I open up the phone lines, if you guys want to talk about your experience with some of this, I'd be more than willing to listen to you.
9: And that, like he's trying to hide himself. So if there is anybody like that on the camera, he's more than just a POI. He's. But I is what I hear. Um, I get an A. I don't know if that belongs to one of them, um, or it belongs to him. So
0: now she's doing automatic riding.
9: I'm trying to see is how did he follow them. How far was this bar from? Um, how far was this bar from where they were? The colleges was it like really close? I'm not sure, but it's far enough to have to Uber. Right, that's true. Because I'm trying to see like if he drove or walked.
0: The Uber um, is like five because, minutes.
9: Um, because I feel like. It's like if I'm sitting there watching them and they get into an Uber, like how do I, How I up said she you feels I mean? like they walked. Um, Somebody said about one mile. That's walk. That's that, that can be walked. On. I think maybe they just didn't want to, cause it felt close these. The, the, the bar feels like a college bar. It feels like one that's close to campus. Um, uh, does that make sense? Uh,
0: okay. Um, I'm going to have the links to all these videos. I can't play the whole things. I'm going to have a link in the, in the description below or in the show notes page of the podcast. You guys are calling like crazy right now. I'm ready to talk to you. I have not opened up the phone lines. I'll I'll go ahead and do that right now. And uh, I can only talk to one of you guys at a time. All right? All right. Yeah, I missed a lot of phone calls. I got a lot of messages. Uh, I got one message, actually. It's probably somebody telling me they hate me. Let me go ahead and play this voicemail message first and then well i think it's just someone that hung up all right let me just go ahead and uh... all right everybody the phone lines are now open phone number is three two five two six one zero eight nine two hello this is midnight radio
4: hi there um can you hear me okay
0: i hear you great uh what's your first name and what state are you from
4: um, I'm from New York, New York City. I'm GG in your chat. Oh hi, you want Gigi. Do you, you want me to tell you my actual first name? I'm, I'm no, okay. No, whatever you, you want you? is
0: whatever you want. You're comfortable with is fine.
4: I'll just go by GG then. Um, how much time do I have? I want to be respectful of your time.
0: You you have as much time as you need. Um, just the way I do it is you kind of tell me what you have to say, and then I go to the next caller.
4: Well, cool. so I normally don't call on to any of these shows. I think I've only called in one one time the whole time I've been on YouTube and it was about um, like a case and I had some information and I just called in and gave it to them to share. So the person that you were just playing is one of the reasons I wanted to call tonight was, is the psychic sleuth. Okay. And I know the name sounds catchy, you know, kitschy, whatever that word is, but she does have a proven track record of helping families find missing loved ones of solving, not solving crimes, because she's not law enforcement, but um, what she says is she gives clues, and it's up to law enforcement to piece it together. So if you look back at her work, she was right, you know, it's interesting, a lot of her work has kind of come to fruition lately. So she was right on uh, uh, Simon Quinton's case, she was right on... um, the Delphi girls, she actually got the name Richard Allen, so Allen and one reading, and then Richard, and she still is, I think she said she's been developing for about 10 years, so I think she's still learning how she gets these messages, and she gets a lot of what's called interconnects, so cases that have relations to each other, so like similar um, similar cause and manner of death, and so I think she's still kind of figuring out how to tease that apart, but she's very good. I had a personal reading with her and she knew a lot of my medical information, that there was no way for her mm-hmm. to know that. And um, the reason I actually had called her was for a medical reason. And, um, you know, not, I, clearly I'm going to go to my doctor, but I just wanted to see what she was feeling just to kind of help me as I was waiting for some results, you know, just wanted to talk to somebody. And um, I do believe, so she's a medium. She goes like she was like with medium, she's a medium. So mediums connect to is I'm going higher hire guys, let's say angels, but they're not using any spirit boxes, which I do believe picks up uh, any entity that's around, kind of like a Ouija board. They don't um, they don't use tarot cards. These are people who it's a, you know, have a gift. So uh, and it's a I believe it's a gift from God. And if you look back through our history, there have been prophets. And whatnot that have received messages. So I, I, you know, if you look at the person, those people that are not using like odd tools to do the job, they actually have received this gift. Many of them had it as a child, try to push it away, but it's not really something you can push away. And um, so I just wanted to validate that when you're going through some of these psychics, I would look. I would look at the psychic's channel. She's going to continue to work on the case. I think the Reverend Donna is also very good and um, there's probably different clues in all of their readings that mm-hmm. if more enforcement would pay attention, um, would probably help catch this person sooner rather than later. Um, I have a family member who does have this gift, uh, is not a, you know, doesn't have a regular job. isn't, it doesn't advertise as a medium. And won't we'll get dreams. And I can tell you, tell you the details of it personally offline if you ever want to know the case. It um, does not work on cases, but it was a girl who was missing in 2021. And she was not even aware of the case or anything, but um, she knows and she has these dreams or these certain lucid, vivid dreams and they usually happen right before she wakes in the morning. And uh, a young lady had came to her and uh, gave her details uh, about her life and told her where she could find her. Um, so she knows that she not, to, you know, uh, knows enough not to uh, avoid, like, just push these things away. And she looked it up, looked up the girl, and she was missing. So she said, you know, she just got stressed out, drank a cup of coffee, Says, what do I do? And there was a, a Facebook page for the girl. And there was a detective's name on there, and if you have any. You know any ideas? Please call. So this was a Saturday on the East Coast time, and this was a case that was in um, the desert, out wherever the desert is, Palm Springs area. So there's a three-hour time difference. So she waited until it was like 9 a.m. their time, and she called. Um, they took it very serious. She gave them the information that she received, her name, number, everything. And at 3 p.m. their time that day, that girl was found where she told them that this girl told her where she was. So I know just from my personal life, this family member, that there are a lot of people out there with these gifts. Um, many people have them and they just don't walk around and say, Hey, you know, instead people communicate with me because people think they're freaks or that they belong in a psychiatric ward. There's a lot of stigma. So I just want my first main thing is the call to say about just keep an open mind. Um, there are many police departments that do use their gifts. Um, they just don't, they don't tell people because you can't bring that information into trial, but this is how they got the clues. So that was my main thing. And as far as for, um, you know, the whole thing about that church uh, that you mentioned, mm-hmm. I don't think that the person who did this is connected to the church. You don't? Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I think, you know, that they should keep an eye on it and it's probably, some kind of odd underbelly that's going on. Isn't it interesting
0: in that? that there's so many different things going on in this one place? Uh, it could be unrelated, but there's this church and there's some other people I'm going to talk about next uh, next episode that has some horrific pictures on Facebook. And I mean, yeah, they might not be involved in this or at all, or they might be. I don't know, but it's just beyond creepy. These <sighs> these pictures I have to show you guys. But I absolutely agree with you, and they have, um, it seems to me like with the psychics I've been going over, and there's one from mm-hmm. Texas, uh, too, I was going to play but didn't get to tonight. That I, th- I can't remember her name. But what she does is, and thank you for calling. Yeah. Uh, oh, I got a new call coming in. Hold on. This is Midnight Radio. Do you have a comment or question?
10: Yes, I'd like to speak.
0: All right, you can speak.
10: Am I on the air?
0: Yes, ma'am, you are. All
10: right, we're oh, kind of like delayed
0: here. We're, we're delayed because you have your radio on or your your uh, YouTube on. Have okay, to mute I'm going to do that right this way. And while you're doing that, I'm going to say this. It seems like a lot of these mediums have this information and people don't look into it. Uh, the police can't talk about it because it's not an official source. But then I'm noticing that when like the Lori Vallow case and other cases, uh, when it comes out, some of the things that they said do correlate. So.
10: Okay. I'm ready to speak. My name is Bella and I reached my level of spirituality when I went through the dark night of the soul and then I had a spiritual awakening Have you ever heard of that before?
0: I've heard those terms before.
10: Okay. What brought me to that level was I had met uh, an NPD. Do you know what that is? Say it again. I met a a person that was a narcissistic personality disorder. Okay. Mm -hmm. My, my thought process of a narcissistic person was, Oh, they're conceited. Oh, they just, they think highly of themselves. But this was a serious disorder that I had no idea what I was going through, okay? Okay. So this person was extremely abusive in times, and I had to make a decision, like, this isn't normal. What is going on here? Did my research, and I was so, like, emotionally like over the top with this that I completely like had this huge meltdown over it and then after that you go through this like spiritual awakening where like your intuitiveness like just kicks in okay like I know you think I'm like I'm like whacked out but I'm not okay no I don't think that you just develop like this this really sharp sense of intuitiveness like in your soul.
0: You know, there's it's one like, thing I heard. I've, I've heard that before. You have a near-death experience or you die. It's not near death. You actually die and come back, and you don't come back the same. It's like you have a closer link to the other side. And also, and also it's almost like you physically don't come back the same either. It's like you're more d- deteriorated.
10: It's like, well... It's not no. It's not like oh, what do you call it? Like those people that come back like in a different body, but they're the same person. No, it's just that I met somebody. I fell deeply in love with this person, but I fell in love with somebody who couldn't love me back. Mm-hmm. Who emotionally couldn't do it, and it like kills you, you know. I understand. And then you're just sitting here going, what was that? You know, it was completely fake. It was completely false. It was a game. It was total manipulation. And you're sitting here going, like, what the heck was that? You know? So this brings you to this level of, like, a spiritual level where your, like, intuitiveness just kicks in and, and you can make decisions better, like you can judge people better. You know, I think,
0: um, I think that's a good point. Um, the person you're talking about, I feel is the exact same kind of person that committed this murder in Idaho. And it's hard for yeah, us but, to look at it and understand uh, and unless you tell us about it. You know what I mean? Um, someone that is not like us someone that could do something like this but it's all about them it's about whatever goal it is they want to accomplish they don't have these feelings for people like we they do they
10: can't feel okay mm-hmm. they have no they have no inner core they have they are empty and he would tell me my heart is wrapped in leather okay i couldn't go back to his childhood and figure out this happened you didn't have a father your sister was molested and this happened, and this happened, I just thought, you know, I'm an empathetic person. I'm highly an empath, empath, okay? So I'm meeting somebody who's manipulating, conniving, who doesn't have the feelings, just saw me as, wow, this girl here is like like, uh, Susie Homemaker here. She's got it all together. She has a great job, and she's financially stable. And I can get what I can get out of her. And when I can't get it out of her anymore, I'm just going to move on to the next. And that's what they do. They just throw you out.
0: So maybe we're looking at a history of somebody that's done things like this, these short relationships with women. And I'm I'm sure it's a man. This
10: person here, you have to have, okay, so there's the, um, you know, you could, have, you, you could, it's called the cluster personality traits okay so you are an antisocial personality disorder which is somebody who is um, doesn't get along with people okay they're they're manipulative they'll rob they'll steal from people they'll 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 fight you know they're just nasty completely they don't get along with society these are the ones that are usually in prison okay then you have like borderline people then you have narcissistic people. Then you have so- sociopaths. Okay, where a sociopath is like someone who uh, is a combination of a maybe a narcissist and who had a rough childhood, and they don't—they just don't go by the rules. But sociopaths are sloppy. Okay, they're sloppy. They get caught. Then you have the psychopaths. All right, and the mm-hmm. psychopaths are this is they're born with this trait. Okay. This is a mental trait that they're born with and they're a Ted Bundy, like the BTK. The, you know, I've, I've been recently, gifted.
0: I've been reading about the garden state killer and um, I was going to do a live or show on that. And I mean, it, him and uh, Ted Bundy, the interviews they've done, I mean, it is chilling.
10: Right. So the psychopath person is, is very detail oriented. They're, they're intelligent. They have no feelings. They don't care about anything, okay, and they could just go in and when you look at a psychopath, okay, do you ever look like into their eyes and everybody goes, oh, their eyes look strange, their eyes look strange, and their eyes look strange is because of their pupils. Their pupils don't sense emotion. You know, you could see a little dog getting run over and your pupils will dilate. Oh, my God, the poor little animal, you know. They just look like they don't know what it is, and every emotion that they display is something they've learned by observing how to display it.
0: So okay? you you mentioned all these different um, psychopathies here. What do yes. you think this killer would have? Which one of those traits? And I, I
10: think this guy here. Okay, and he
0: was sloppy. They're saying he left a lot of evidence.
10: Right. So he's like a sociopath. He's like homegrown. Somebody who's homegrown and, and sloppy and doesn't, like, probably left a lot of DNA there, you know, just, he, they, he left a lot of evidence in the house. Mm-hmm. And these are the ones that get caught soon. The psychopaths don't get caught soon. So he's probably, I would say, like, he could be antisocial and a sociopath, you know, because he doesn't fit into society. Um, people don't like, um, antisocial doesn't mean I'm antisocial with mm-hmm. you. It means that you and everybody else there doesn't like me because I have quirks about me that you just don't trust.
0: Can I ask you this? Do you think this is somebody that is in their, not their circle of friends, but their, their circle of acquaintances? Or do you think this just might've been a random attack?
10: I think this person here, I think this person has a track record, okay? Because you just don't wake up and do this, all right?
0: A you track record. Hold on. A, a, a tra- track, track record of, of antisocial behavior or. A,
10: yeah, just bad behavior. Okay, yes. 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 Bad behavior uh, was put down a lot and, you know, just can't take rejection can't definitely can't take rejection. Okay. Cause he's probably maybe might've been hitting on one of the girls and you know, and she wasn't interested. Okay. So you move on, but these people can't move on because they have this sort of like quality about like I'm going to get you. And when I don't want you, I'll dispose of you. And that's what it's about. Okay. It's narcissistic. You know- they have this,
0: one thing I noticed, and these girls were young, so I, and what, I, what I'm what i about to say I feel is very important. This is somebody that I do feel is a little bit older because of the strength of the things he, he did. Um, people that are young, and especially women at this age, don't like to hurt somebody's feelings. You know what I mean?
10: Exactly. Ted and that's Bundy what used I that. Went, Right, exactly, because I went through the same thing. I met this person. He was older than me, and... And I'm he mirrored me, okay? I felt like I met myself.
0: Right. Yes, I've heard
10: that. Pardon me?
0: I said you're right. I've heard that.
10: He mirrored me. They have hive brains. They have a hive brain, okay, Mm -hmm. where their brains are compartmentalized. And they study you. They study what you like. They study what you don't like. And then they use this, and I'm like, oh, my God, I found my French Charming here, you know? I literally met myself. He liked the same things I did. And, and all of a sudden, 90 days down the road, he turns into, like, a Satan. Like, I'm like, where did this come from, you know? I mean, literally, it was so bad that I had to like, I had to leave, you know, I had to Mm -hmm. walk out and leave just for protection and safety. I mean, his whole face, his eyes turned red and you know, he goes, I'll never hit you. I said, no, you ain't going to never have the chance to hit me because I'm smart enough to get out of here. But you know, it was just that this just rocked my world so much that I had never, because I didn't grow up like this. I grew up with, my brothers were Marines. My father was in the surf. You know, I grew up where men were men, you know? They didn't take advantage of a woman. They didn't do this. And then all of a sudden, I'm out there, and I'm meeting these, like, what the heck am I meeting here, you know? I mean, I had to go into, like, uh, I was into cognitive dissonance, like, I didn't know right from wrong. He had me so confused. He used to move things around in the house.
0: Well, I'm, I'm sorry all that happened to you, and uh, I really I thank anyway, you for calling this-
10: with this guy here, I feel like, like you said, he's an older guy and he had to have the strength, you know, Mm -hmm. and maybe he was in some sort of military and you have to have the strength to do four people. I mean, you know what? And you have to have so much rage and
0: anger, strength and rage and opportunity. And, Probably yes. some other stuff they haven't released to us yet. Uh, yes. Thank you for so calling in. You- I, I got I got another phone call. I need to go to. Okay. Yeah.
4: Well, thank you for taking my call. Hey, no, Bye-bye. thank
0: you. I appreciate you calling in. So the phone lines are open. If you guys, whoever was calling, it dropped. Three two five two six one zero eight nine two. There's what do you guys think about the media talking about you, web sleuths? that you just need to shut up and not talk about this stuff. Leave it, leave it to the professionals, right? What do you guys think about that? I'd like to know. And Last time, this one time I was doing a show, like I said, about the exorcism that killed a little girl, and uh, it was tragic. Somebody brought up this church, the church that I went over. Uh, what do you guys think about that? Did that, any of you guys have experience or any of you guys from Idaho? I got time for another phone call, Uh, whoever dropped off. Nope. Anybody there? All right. I'd like to thank you guys for having this conversation with me tonight. I really appreciate it. Of course, this video is going to be up on YouTube. It's also going to be up on our podcast. If you guys uh, want it delivered, this show delivered straight to your phone, you can absolutely do that. You can do that through the podcasting any app, uh, any major app store has us on there. That is Midnight Radio. Our website is midnightrad.io. Our email is midnightrad.io one zero one at gmail.com. That is midnightrad.io. 101. My name is Jerry Adams, and I really appreciate talking to all of you guys. Until next time, all my best.